hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 130 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. With duck season right around the corner, there are many laws that you need to follow when you're waterfall hunting to stay legal. Many laws address equipment, such as using a shotgun that is not capable of holding more than three shells. There are laws that address when and where you can hunt, such as the prohibition of hunting over a baited field. There are also laws that address licensing requirements, such as hunting with a valid hunting license, the required state endorsements, and a valid federal waterfowl stamp. Lastly, there are laws that address what you need to do with a legally taken bird once it's in your possession such as keeping a fully feathered wing attached to the bird until you reach your final destination. There is another law that migratory bird hunters must follow to legally hunt these birds. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service defines migratory game birds as ducks, geese, swans, brant, coots, doves, woodcock, rails, snipe, sandhill cranes, moorhens, band-tail pigeons, and gallinules. This law has to do with reporting requirements of bagged migratory birds. Many hunters do not understand or even know that there are laws that require this reporting. This reporting requirement is commonly referred to as being HIP certified. HIP is an acronym for Harvest Information Program. All migratory bird hunters are required to be HIP certified during the current licensing period and carry proof of HIP certification while hunting. HIP certification became a requirement in 1998 for all migratory bird hunters. This program is a cooperative agreement between the state's game and fish agencies and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Agency. The information gathered from the HIP certifications allows state and federal biologists to estimate the number of migratory birds taken each year. This information is then used to set the seasons and bag limits of the following season. It is important to remember that your answers should only apply to the migratory birds taken in the state you are becoming HIP certified in. So a hunter may have multiple hunting licenses and multiple HIP certifications if he or she is hunting in more than one state. HIP certification in most states is free, 
while others charge a nominal fee to cover administrative costs. The information collected through HIP certification can be done throughout various methods. The certification usually is done at the point of sale of hunting license sales from retail outlets, online, or directly from the state wildlife department. The most common of these locations is at big box stores such as Walmart, Bass Pro, and Academy. For example, in Texas, when you ask for a hunting license at the counter of a retail store, the sales associate should then ask you if you want to be HIP certified. If you answer yes, you are HIP certified, and if you answer no, then you are not HIP certified, and the clerk does not ask you any more questions regarding the certification. If you answer yes, the clerk then asks you, did you hunt any migratory birds last year? At this point, it does not matter if you answer yes or no, you are still HIP certified. If you answer no, there's no further questions regarding HIP certification. If you answer yes, then the clerk continues to ask you following questions. How many ducks did you take last year? How many geese did you take last year? And how many doves did you take last year? The answers gathered in the HIP certification process is valuable and crucial for the proper management of our migratory resources. Unfortunately, many clerks working in these retail outlets do not ask these questions. They instead, because of long lines or pure laziness, the clerks answer for the hunter to save time. They answer yes to the question, do you want to be HIP certified? Then they answer no for the question, did you hunt migratory birds last year? I know this because most of the individuals in my hunter education classes are shocked when they look at their hunting license and discover they are HIP certified without ever being asked any questions regarding migratory birds. HIP certification is just the first step in a three-part process. The second part of the information gathering process is the mail out of the National Harvest Surveys. Not all HIP certified individuals take part in the surveys. The name of every HIP certified hunter is entered into a database and the individuals are chosen by a computer generated program. The surveys are broken up into five categories, doves and band-tailed, waterfowl, which include ducks, geese, and brants, woodcock, snipe, rails, gallinules, and coots, and sandhill cranes. Depending on the answers given during the HIP certification, the appropriate survey is sent to hunters. For example, duck hunters receive duck surveys and dove hunters receive dove surveys. The National Harvest Survey asks the chosen hunters to keep a hunting record throughout the season. Each hunter selected records the date, county, and the number of birds taken every day hunted for the season. The third part of the data gathering process is the parts collection survey, more commonly called the wing survey. Not all individuals selected for the National Harvest Survey are selected for the parts collection survey. The number of participants in the third part of this information gathering process is a very small subset. The individuals selected for this survey are asked to provide one feathered wing of every duck taken and the tail feathers of every goose taken. This allows biologists to determine the species, sex, and age of the waterfowl taken. 
Samples are also taken from the submitted parts that help determine the overall health of the migratory birds. I encourage all the individuals attending any of my classes to always get HIP certified regardless if they plan to hunt migratory birds or not. This is because you never know what hunting opportunities might be available to you during the hunting season. This will prevent you from getting a citation if you end up hunting migratory birds. For example, in Texas, dove season is a split season and the second half of the season overlaps with the general white-tailed deer season. You might never have planned to hunt doves, but if you come in after the morning deer hunt and are approached by another hunter, he or she points out that the doves are flying and they have extra shotguns. Without even thinking about it, you have the required state license and endorsements, you join the other hunters and go dove hunting. If you are not HIP certified, you are now violating state and federal law. Responsible hunters take HIP certification seriously. The data gathered is very important to the management of all species of migratory birds. The information gathered lets biologists determine if a species is declining in number or if there is an abundance of specific birds. This allows biologists to develop management plans for a specific species that can assure they do not become threatened or endangered. It could also mean that bag limits might be increased and seasons lengthened. HIP certification is your way of helping the sport that you enjoy. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Migratory Bird Program works with partners to protect, restore, and conserve bird populations and their habitats for the benefit of future generations by ensuring long-term ecological sustainability of all migratory bird populations, increasing socioeconomic benefits derived from birds, improving hunting and bird watching and other outdoor bird-related experiences, and increasing awareness of the value of migratory birds and their habitats for the aesthetic, ecological, recreational, and economic significance. Among the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service's major roles in bird management and habitat conservation, they conduct surveys. They coordinate with the public and private bird conservation partnerships. They provide matching grants for partner-based conservation efforts, they administer conservation laws and develop policies and regulations. They also issue permits that allow individuals and organizations to participate in migratory bird conservation in a variety of ways. The other thing the Fish and Wildlife Service does is help educate and engage our nation's youth in wildlife conservation topics and provide resources for parents and educators who want to help their students explore and appreciate our natural world and our feathered friends. Go beyond the hunt itself. Do your research and learn about the history of why certain certifications, regulations, endorsements, and different licenses are required anytime you're ready to go on a hunt. Learn the history behind it so you can be a better conservationist and be a better educator when you're teaching more people about the sport that you love to do. As we're gearing up to waterfowl season, just remember that there is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. 
For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.